Good morning, and welcome to another mini Monday episode of Crime Over Coffee. We're your hosts. I'm Abby. And I'm Erica. Today, I'm going to be telling you about the murder of Amanda Hoagland. So pour yourself a strong cup of joe, and let's dive in. Amanda Louise Hoagland was born on April 20th, 1998, and she attended Northside High School and graduated in 2017 from that school. She had been working at a tattoo shop called Truth Inc. in Fort Wayne, Indiana. She was described as a free spirit and very friendly. She was also a passionate advocate for trying to help stop the sex trade and abuse of others. On June 24th, 2020, police and medics received a phone call around 5.10 p.m. that there were gunshots heard near North Coliseum and East State Boulevard, which is kind of, for those of you that don't know, downtown Fort Wayne area. When police and medics arrived to the scene, they ended up finding a woman on the ground suffering from gunshot wounds. They took her to the hospital, and once she, they got there, she was pronounced dead, and this was Amanda Hoagland. The autopsy declared it as a homicide, which based on the multiple gunshot wounds, I think we could probably draw that conclusion, making this the 22nd homicide to occur in Allen County just in 2020. That number sounds high for the area because it seems like, you know, since we we do live in the general area of that, we don't hear a lot about the murders that take place in Allen County. I, I really don't feel like you do. I mean, you hear about a couple of them, but I don't. I would not have guessed the number to be that high at all. And I think a lot of the issue with that is it's not, I don't want to say interesting murder, but it's not like murder that needs to make the news. It's just like this guy got mad and shot this other person. Yeah, that is something that we come across a lot is different stories and cases just get more coverage than others. And uh, there's a lot of reasons behind a lot of those. But it is really sad that especially when it's somebody getting murdered, and it sounds like they don't really know what's going on quite yet, maybe who the person is that shot her, that it's not getting publicized more. It is really terrible because I mean, we live very close to Allen County. And this is the 22nd. And I maybe heard of one other one this year. Yeah, I definitely don't hear about them. I just sometimes I see them when I am researching for cases. Something I do a lot is I will research missing people or cold cases in Indiana just because it's our home state. So I try to look into that a little bit more. The main reason that this case did get so much attention and that I ended up seeing it was it showed up on my Facebook page because they were looking for the suspect. The witnesses in the area that had heard the gunshots and had called it in had seen a dark colored SUV leaving the scene. There were also reports of a suspect having left the scene by like on foot, but there was no description I could find was released other than this dark colored SUV. Did they know of any exes or people she had problems with or was this seemingly pretty random? I couldn't find anything. Trying to find information about this murder was very difficult. And I don't know if it's mostly because it's so recent, but I couldn't even find why police started going after the suspect that they chose to go after. From what we know was that they had seen a dark colored SUV. Witnesses could have given more description than what police released. But the only thing that they released that I could find was that it was a dark colored SUV. 
So when I saw it on my Facebook page, it was that they were looking for 23-year-old Martrell Weaver. Martrell had pleaded guilty to a battery from a 2017 incident where he had shot a man in the leg during some sort of confrontation at the Bluffton Road McDonald's. And that was in 2018. And for that, he was sentenced to three years in the Allen County Work Released and Home Detention Program. So he would have still been serving that time. So his whereabouts would have been maybe monitored then at the time? Is that how they traced it back to him if he was on home detention, possibly? It could have been that. Like, they were able to... But So when they were started looking for him, they said that they were looking for a person of interest. And they just wanted to ask him a few questions. But they ended up eventually releasing the fact that he was a suspect. And it was, I think, the main reason that they made him a suspect was because he was running from them. So he was eventually found in Mansfield, Ohio on July 6th. So that would have been a week and a half after the murder had taken place. And while police were looking for him, they had considered him armed and dangerous. The mystery has been solved. Here at Crime Over Coffee, our go-to caffeinated beverage for every episode is Fire Department Coffee. And you can get some as well and save 15% with our exclusive coupon code CRIMEPOD15. Owned and operated by firefighters and veterans, 10% of all their proceeds go directly to helping sick and injured first responders. And with an incredible range of flavors and caffeine strength, it's a company that all of us can easily support. So please go to firedeptcoffee.com and use our coupon code CRIMEPOD15 to support us, support them, help first responders, and get some incredibly tasty coffee along the way. There was an Ohio Fugitive Task Force that had heard that he was in Mansfield because that's where he'd been seen. And so they went after him and they ended up finding him in a wooded area between the Longview Trailer Park and Caldwell Road. So he was officially captured on July 7th, 2020, and he was held in a county jail in Ohio until he can be extradited back to Indiana to face his charges. I'm not sure how long that process will take. He could be there still. I couldn't find any updated information. But they did officially charge him with the murder? I'm not sure if they've charged him for the murder yet. They had to have charged him for something to be keeping him in the jail. If he was on, like, home detention and work release and he took off. He probably wasn't supposed to leave the state of Indiana. Yeah, that could be charges. It could be charges for that, and they're kind of holding him while they gather what they need to charge him with something else. Yes. Investigators are still asking that if anybody has any information or witnessed the event to contact the Detective Bureau at 427-1201 or you can contact Crime Stoppers at 436-STOP. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Crime Over Coffee. You can find us on Instagram at Crime Over Coffee or on Facebook at Crime Over Coffee Podcast where all of our photo and video content for each episode can be found. You can also email us your thoughts and case suggestions at crimeovercoffeepod at outlook.com. Also, all of our sources can be found in the show notes of each episode. If you would like, you can support us by going to anchor.fm slash crimeovercoffee. Donations are greatly appreciated and assist in making the podcast possible. Other ways to support us include recommending us to friends and family, giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and subscribing to us on your favorite podcast listening medium. So again, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.